Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open-source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 22. Hello everybody, good evening or good day or good afternoon, depending on which time zone you are these days, because Shopware is going global. And uh, we have today in our show, we have Kathleen Klaas from Shopware. Kathleen, please, for the people who haven't heard about you yet, please do a short introduction and uh, let us know who Kathleen is. Thank you, Thomas, and thank you so much for having me uh, on your podcast. I'm really honored. Yeah, my name is Kathleen, uh, 52 years old, mom of five, four boys, and thank God, only one girl. <laughs> and wow. the children are uh, in the age between 28 and 18. Yeah, I say thank God, uh, just one girl. She's the la- she's the youngest. If we would have started with a girl, I think it would have been like one. <laughs> um, and then my biggest buddy and partner in crime is my husband. Uh, yes. we are we are a true team. Uh, which is necessary if you're working in a in such a volatile, fast-moving industry as, as, as information technology. Yeah. You have to be a, a real, real team to to make sure that kids are fat, put to bed when they're small and stuff like that. And yeah, before COVID hit hit the world. I was also a part of a rock band. I was a yeah. singer, a lead oh, singer. Really? Yeah, yeah, but then, yeah, then COVID came and then I changed jobs. And so now I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, But my husband was there in there as well. He's a drummer. I said, you know what? Have your own project. I I just don't have the time (laughs) anymore. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's in a nutshell where I'm personally from a career perspective. um, Yeah. When I, I started with IT pretty early, I was working for a company doing some, something completely different. They were in, in the steel business and um, mm-hmm. they asked me to go on a course because, I, of course, I had this IT background for my studies to go on a course to, to become a sort of yeah, system administrator for that company. It was a mid-sized yeah. company. And then... Um, started my own consultancy firm because I was a young mom and yeah you know you, you if the children are small you need to be able to yeah manage your own agenda did yeah, that it's, for, it's running a company a, a complete yeah. company a family exactly 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 so I did that for about 16 years and that was more on the infrastructure side of the business always with kind of innovative technologies like uh, I'm not sure if you know but Citrix Yes, server-based yeah. computing, VMware, Parallels, those, those guys were pioneering with container-based virtualization, yeah, yeah. Yeah. think clients, all of that nice stuff. And then, um, I, I, in fact, I moved back to becoming an employee when, um, yeah, when I started with Magento. 
Yeah, uh, right. So that was your first contact with, let's say, the e-commerce as we know it today. Um, yes, uh, working for a company, that was my very first experience uh, in the business. Of course, yeah. I was a consumer <laughs> yeah. and I was pretty much in love with the system, like when, when we could get our hands on digital yeah. commerce and ordering stuff online. Um, but I, I pretty quickly realized that this was a big game changer. And so when I, when I kind of did the tour in the infrastructure world, I was was looking out for something different, was looking out for more the application side of the business. To be very honest, one thing that also at that point in time when, when I was going through that, that career change was also looking at Salesforce, not for commerce, but for the CRM part of what they were yeah. doing. Because yeah. they were there was all they were also kind of trailblazers in yeah, kicking swaths with Oracle, like, you mm -hmm. know, we're we we're small, but we are going to change the world, which which they basically did in the CRM uh, part of the business. But then, then, yeah, I suddenly saw something on LinkedIn uh, with the name Magento, and I read through it and said, okay, this this sounds interesting. And yeah, the this rest could is, be this could yeah. be something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so is Magento. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the name, of course. Yeah. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I still remember the, the moment when uh, they they officially dropped the name. It was kind of a historic moment as well. So that it became fully Adobe, of course. And um, yeah. That's what's uh, what's ignited your career in the e-commerce business. Yeah, yeah, that was all oh, already back in 2011. Time yeah. flies, time yeah. flies. And at that point in time, um, so Magento as a company and as a platform, they were very young. Started um, to have some footprint into Europe. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we basically started with building the ecosystem here and uh, and we were working together with a lot of great people like the organizers of Meet Magento. Of course uh, with really, Hido. Yeah. Exactly with Hido and then and 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 and, and with Thomas in Germany. Um, really, really vibrant ecosystem, you know, every, all the noses were in the same direction. It was it was awesome. It were awesome times. Um, of course, that was still the time of Pichanto One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, over over the course of those of those ten years, a lot happened. Um, eBay became full owner. Uh, then, in 2015, there was this this transitioning out of eBay together with our friends of PayPal. Yeah. Um, then the Premiera era. Uh, came, teams were were getting reshuffled. Focus was getting reshuffled. The launch of Magento 2. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then Adobe came along in 2018. So that that was that was really 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 a big change. Yeah. yeah. So you also were there in the beginning, like with Roy Rubin and absolutely. Um, okay. And so yeah, that's yeah, and Yuraf, yeah. Of yeah, course, that's yeah. that's where a lot of let's say the, the people who are who are in this industry for let's say for several years now, they all think back of the time when uh, they were in charge, like you, and it was the 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 heart of of Magento. People fighting like uh, cats and dogs to make it a 
make it a, a promising industry and make Magento big. And that must have been a, a crazy, but also interesting time to to be part of all this, right? Absolutely. And I, I learned tons of things. And uh, something that, that, that really was, what really made them special was, was the entire ecosystem. Uh, those thousands and thousands of people uh, yeah. within within our partner community, but also developers, uh, so 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 freelance developers, uh, our merchant. I mean, everyone was contributing, which was I mean that was phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely. think I've never witnessed such a such a platform with uh, that much impact or in, in in a specific industry. So. Um, it was worldwide, yeah. Correct, correct. And yeah. and, and I think the, the the smart move that they did at, at that point in time, uh, nevertheless, the fact that they were still very young as a company, they immediately understood that to be successful in Europe, you need to work with European people. You can be extremely successful in the states, but if you you can't you can't run a European business with with only people out of uh, out of North America. You really yeah. need to, to work with people that are local also because we have, I mean, Europe is a very, very diverse uh, region with a lot of languages, a lot of different cultures. Um, so it's not that straightforward to, to, to be successful here. Yeah, to, their, a, to their credit, they did understand that and they made course. the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, also the other way around. So. So not going too much uh, into details on, of your former um, employer, but what, what in the end made you turn from orange to blue, as they call it? What was the, the, the biggest biggest thing which attracted you to make this move? Yeah, so um, let's put it this way. It took three years for me to make that move because mm -hmm. also, um, I was working with incredibly talented people. And so people work with people. And therefore, it took me three years to be ready in my head to say, OK, now it's time for me to move on. And the, the, let's say the most important reasons for me, it's very, very personal. Um, I am not made to work for a 22,000 people company. Yeah, it's it's very, very different um, where if you come from an environment where you have a couple of hundred people or even go to a thousand or even go to two thousand people, mm -hmm. it's it's still a family. You still are able to know everyone. But in a twenty two thousand people company, it's it's something completely different. Yeah. So that is that is me, Kathleen, who is not built for that. So that's, yeah, okay. that's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that um, I love working with the mid-market because it's, there is such a gigantic opportunity out there. Uh, merchants in the mid-market have the same needs or even bigger challenges than, than enterprise uh, merchants, but they just don't have the budget. And they yep. just don't have the people or the staff to, to fulfill all those needs. Mm -hmm. And I think that with my new blue family, I found the perfect fit 
uh, a, a match made in heaven because they are laser focused on the mid markets. Yeah, and much. and this so the mid markets really 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 recipe to and then of course working with the ecosystem, working with the partners, not only the agencies but also the technology partners. Um, this is something that I truly missed. Uh, with Magento, even before uh, Magento became Adobe, um, mm -hmm. we were trying locally to get in touch with, with with technology partners, and we did that to a certain degree of success. But we were we were not able to really discuss uh, go to market strategy because there there was no real European staff to do that. Um, yeah. and here. I feel that we are 100% empowered to make that ecosystem as successful as as we want to be internationally, yep. and that, that that's that's really really cool to be able to do that. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. And, and also in one of our earlier podcasts, we also interviewed, let's say, in a few few months ago. An ex-colleague of you in these days, uh, a colleague again, so Ben Marks. Yeah, ben, and yeah, was was ben. was his change also something which maybe triggered the idea extra or gave you the last push, or because his change was also kind of maybe for some people unexpected. Uh, well, that, I mean that was that change that definitely uh, caught my attention. Yeah, and it was like wow. Uh, but we we lost Ben, uh, yeah. so that that was that was pretty pretty big news. But when when I was in exploring the market for a new career adventure, um, for me it was I want to work with the mid markets, I want to work with an ecosystem, and if I possibly can, for a company with an open source DNA, yeah, because yeah. that that's where my roots are. And I think it's also one of in one of the interviews I read that uh, with, I think it was an interview with uh, with Ben. You call it yourself and uh, return to your roots. So that's where that's where exactly. it uh, came from. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm such a big believer of open source. I'm so, such a big believer of the community, of uh, making each other successful, elevating mm -hmm. each other. Uh, a a single company, you can have thousands of employees, but if if you can never achieve on your own what you can achieve with a vibrant community i'm yeah. a big believer of that and the only place where that such a thing is possible is is in an open source environment mm -hmm. um and 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 that's also why i love shopware because they are they are generally so so nice people um i'm pretty regularly say to our leadership that they are too humble yeah I, I, I don't i'm not saying that they need to be arrogant far from it but they can be a lot prouder yeah um yeah. and a lot louder on, on the fact that they are proud of what they have achieved in those <laughs> yeah. 20 in those 22 years it's, it's pretty damn awesome yeah uh, but but they are so kind and they are they are they are true. They are open. They are 
genuine, authentic. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. and it's it's not just a slogan. It's not just a bumper sticker. Yeah. P- those people really are the true game. Yeah, and that's absolutely. what I yeah. that's what I love about them. Yeah, yeah, it's. it's, it's I think it accounts for many people and uh, also for me personally. Uh, one of the main reasons why we also chose a shopware in the end uh, over Magento. And uh, I totally feel that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and also, um, so in, in your current role as, as, uh, as director of partnerships and alliances, um, where do you see the, the balance between uh, the investment of shopware in the community? Because there's still a lot of also open source agencies active and agencies who are not by definition working on let's say the more the commercial part of the businesses or the licensing model and how do you uh, within your new role can you address a bit how you keep the balance in those in those two type of uh, shopware uh, partnerships absolutely i'm go- yeah it- Normally that takes me about half a day, but <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to to explain it very very briefly. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, we we truly want to make sure that anyone who embraces shopware finds a home within our let's say partner ecosystem. Yeah. Um, so that's why we recently launched a new partner program, um, and. There were a couple of things that we needed to ensure. Mm-hmm. One is that every partner has a voice. Secondly, that every partner gets the appropriate support when, for example, they are pitching with a customer that has an appetite for a commercial license. And also that we can make sure that we are at those agency sites when there is a, when there is a technical challenge that needs to be solved with one mm-hmm. of those commercial accounts. That said, we also know that in our, let's say, in our huge family of of, of partner agencies, there are also agencies in there that want really to focus on our community edition, that feel very comfortable there, that also don't want, let's let's call it the burden of certain KPIs. And we absolutely respect that. So that's why we have created... um, Uh, two levels. So the first one is a reseller level uh, for agencies that are in countries where we absolutely don't have resources today and we can't put any focus. So they're like a local partner management team. Yeah, exactly. So they are basically on their own and 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 but we we are there but not with 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 focus teams. Yeah. They they have a platform. Mm -hmm. And then of and then and then we have also created the bronze level for agencies that are focusing on the lower end of our ideal client profile. So the, let's say the, 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 the small customers that are doing great stuff with our community edition. Uh, we also want to keep them in the family and that's mm-hmm. why we have created the bronze level. So the, on the bronze level, there are no like, like hard KPIs or something. We will be there to give any sales support where we can when it's a commercial license, to give technical support when it's a commercial license and so on and so forth. And very, very, very important. Both of those levels have as as say as a sort of voice, they they have uh, contact with our community relations team. So mm-hmm. community relations teams, those are fantastic people. It's it's a new team. 
but they are there to give a voice to the community. So they they organize events, they organize webinars, they um, are building a, a Slack channel for uh, exchanging of ideas and information. They want to make sure that all people are up to date with regards to what's happening with the platform. So we really are trying to take care of everyone. Okay. And then when you look at, let's say, companies like like Shopworks, for example, uh, mm-hmm. there we really want to make sure that people get our focus. Um, we are hiring as hell, <laughs> but but apart I've seen from that, that, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll keep apart- sharing it on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Super. But apart from that, we really want to tie people to people that you know, okay, now I'm going to pick up the phone and call X, Y, or Z because I need help. And mm-hmm. that you as a partner know exactly who to call and that we as a partner organization can link you up with the right stakeholders within the company. It might be C-level, it might be product, it might be marketing. So mm-hmm. that's really what we want to do. And then from the alliance side, we, we want to bring our partners closer together. We want to make sure that for example, if we go into a pitch with a maybe a larger customer, mm-hmm. that we don't go in there alone, but that we go in there maybe with you and now with us and then maybe with Molly mm-hmm. or PayPal or Akineo or yep. that, that we that we bundle our expertise and show the merchant what a tight partnership looks like and also show the merchant that we all have skin in the game, that we are there to help and support them as a team. Yeah, that's the approach that, that we see that we see for 2022 and beyond. And um, can we also maybe see some changes how partnerships are managed on the on the hybrid partner day? So will the, the, the community relations team will be visible or uh, how how can partners contact them? Well, like I said, there there will be a Slack channel. Um, yeah. They they they're not able to pick up the phone and call the point yeah, people yeah. because then there will be no. But we are doing we are doing a couple of things there. We are uh, enriching uh, a self service um, portal yeah. where people can find tons of information, but that is under construction. So while this is built up. We still have people from the partner management team that are responding to questions. When people have a problem, when people can't find their way to something, when people need a, really, they, they have particular questions, they can still reach out to us through a registration form, which, yep. which, which comes into, into the partner manager inbox and which is then replied to as soon as they can. So it's not that we are just leaving people on their own. That's mm-hmm. That has never been the intent. Um, and, and, and the community relations team, they have, I mean, like I said, they have different events, they, they yep. do different webinars, and they, at that point in time, are open for conversation. They will invite people to, to, to come and, 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 and speak up. They will invite people to share their opinion, to share their ideas on initiatives that Shopware is taking, or maybe if if there is a particular need for a particular feature or something like that. That's typically where this team is going to reach out to to, to the community to get their very very valuable inputs. 
All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So let's 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 keep track of that and see if we uh, if we get there. Mm -hmm. Hey, and um, I was just thinking because uh, you also mentioned uh, PayPal earlier, but is it a coincidence that PayPal uh, invested in in Shopware or? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. Um, so okay, so the investment case. So first of all, um, what extremely proud of what what the yeah. Hammond brothers and and. Of course, I'm just our, kidding, but it's an amazing investment. Yeah, in and, and, and our C level have 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 been able to achieve um, very, very proud also on the fact that it's that it's with Carlisle for the majority mm -hmm. and PayPal. Um, so with regards to PayPal, um, absolutely, there is an investment coming from them. I think that they see us as a as a as an important player, as a player that is generating a lot of growth for them. Mm -hmm. But that said, we are open source and we remain open source. So as PayPal is agnostic for, for digital commerce platforms, yeah. they don't want to be tied at the hip with one. Uh, well, we neither. Um, we are an open company and will look to make sure that we can offer the best of breed of technologies to our merchants. Um, and so if you look at the investment and you look at what at what the future brings us, what yeah. we are going to do very, very, or what we are going to focus on in 2022, it's a couple of things. Um, first, hire as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Growth I needs think, people, yeah. Exactly. I think we yeah. will be around 500 people towards the end of the year, the yeah. calendar year. Amazing. But the majority of that staff, that investment will go into our product department. Mm -hmm. the, the the vast majority, um, because we have a big responsibility there to do a couple of things. We need to make sure that our merchants have a very good understanding of what they're going to choose for in the future when they opt for shopware. Mm -hmm. It needs to be very, very clear for them what is the community edition? What is the professional edition? What is the enterprise edition? Mm -hmm. Which advantages brings every of those flavors to me as a merchant? And the same goes for our partners. Our partners also need to have a very, very clear view where the focus lies and which edition is best adapted to the needs of a particular customer or merchant. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a big job that we need to do. Secondly, um, we have to be ready for what the market is asking for. And that's why, so we already have uh, our professional edition in, in a cloud flavor. Yeah. So towards the middle of the year, we will have our enterprise edition as a pass solution, so platform as a service. All right. And then towards of the end of this calendar year, we will also have an enterprise SaaS solution. All right. That's, That's what we are aiming for. Now, don't don't take this the wrong way. It's not because we are thinking mobile first mm -hmm. um, that we are going to push our customers or merchants into the cloud. Mm -hmm. It remains open. People make the choice that fits them best. Yeah. But we need to be ready 
for what the market is asking for. All right. So that's also going a bit to the, let's say, to the big commerce territory, right? Because that's what they also uh, keep keep marketing, like the the enterprise SaaS, enterprise PaaS commerce. Um, yes, but we are open source. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we are open source, and again, laser focused on 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 the true mid markets. Um, I know that big commerce uh, in 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 some of the regions they they have invested heavily and and of course are seeing results. Um, mm -hmm. We we will we will approach it our way. We will go in humble, mm -hmm. but proud of yeah. our of our technology and with the help of the ecosystem. That means that, for example, if you look at SaaS, we will make sure that our partners can build private apps. Mm -hmm so that there is still uh, a possibility of customization yeah. uh, within a SaaS environment. Um, also, if you look at enterprise SaaS, uh, the use case there will be probably uh, for merchants that want to go headless, like uh, work with PWA or maybe with, with, a, with a very specific CMS system yeah. so that, and that they, that they use shopware in the back end. I mean, all, all of that is possible, but we need to be ready for that right. for that market demand. Yeah. And then and then from from a from a go to market perspective, just just to answer that you have a full view on, on, on what we want to do is we are going to focus on a couple of regions. Uh, and when I say focus, it's very, very, very hard focus. Then we are going to, uh, let's say, seed in a, a couple of other regions. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to feel the temperature of the water in a couple of <laughs> other regions, but we are not going to sit still and let people come to us. We, we are going to go to, to, to the public and to, to, to the mer potential merchants and, yeah. and, and tell a great story. Yeah, of and, course. And, and with, with the focus, of course, uh, we are also talking about the U.S. Uh, yeah, that, of course. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, of course, a very logic step also with people like Ben Marks on board. And uh, I think also your native English speaking uh, colleague. Um, that's, Katie Wilson. Of course, Katie. Yes. Thank you for yeah. that. And so it's a very logical and I think a very uh, obvious choice to to go forward with that. Yeah. And, and also talking about because uh, you shortly mentioned the PWA, of course, that there's been a lot of also, uh, it, it, as I said, it came with a big bang, eh? so Shopware co-investing in the PWA with View Storefront. And is this, uh, of course, this? I, I assume this investment will also enhance further growth of the PWA platform with View Storefront? Uh, that is what I am expecting. Now, yeah. Daniel, of course, Daniel Nogel, he, he's, our, he's our product guy. He is the best person to speak with on, yeah. on, on, on that front. Mm. I don't know all the bits and bytes, but uh, the, the 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 aim is to make the platform richer yeah. and to make the to make the platform uh, a true fit for the mid market. Yeah. Of course, in collaboration with best of breed uh, technologies. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, uh, the, the last releases have been spectacular and have brought a lot of new functionalities to the end user, but also to us as agencies or other technology partners. So. I think uh, Shopper is is really heading in, into the a strong direction, and uh, let's let's keep that way forward, okay? Awesome. Yeah. Hey, and uh, another thing. So, um, uh, looking maybe if you take a, a look out for another two three years from now, 
what would be your ideal scenario? So what what would what would make you very proud or it maybe even a little tear on the cheek? Oh, well, that Shopware has become a global market leader mm-hmm. in open commerce in the mid markets. As yeah. simple as that. Okay. Um, and that we have such a strong ecosystem that Shopware becomes more than a brand for merchants. That it becomes like a noun. I'm not sure if I'm going to take the right example, but maybe it wasn't the case in the Netherlands, but when I was little, people tend to say, I have a Kodak when they met, I have a camera. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I really would love for Shopware to happen. Yeah. That people are are are. It's no longer a brand. It's a noun. It's yeah. it's, it's a given. Um, that's that's, and and that only can be achieved with with the ecosystem, because mm-hmm. if if you don't have an ecosystem that makes sure that that people feel supported, that people have that best of breed choice, that people feel very very comfortable, like okay. This is a long-term investment, and I can be, I can sleep at ease at night because I know it's a good investment. Yeah. Then it becomes sticky, and that's really what we want. We want to grow. We want our merchants to grow with us, and that they maybe start with the community edition, grow to the professional edition, grow to the enterprise edition. That's the yep. ideal scenario. That's the ideal scenario. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's. Put a date in our schedule, so for fourteenth of March, twenty twenty-five, and see where we're where we at that time. Oh All right? dear, oh dear, yeah, gray, <laughs> gray hair, but uh, for the rest, yeah, yeah. So and, and, and besides uh, besides, let's say the the uh, the career and the, the shopper part, I've heard something like uh, "Viva la France, du pain, du fin, et du boursin" about Kathleen. So yeah. Um, yeah. I probably, uh, I assume, since you're Belgian, you probably speak your uh, a little word of French as well. So what's what's that? What has that to do with Kathleen? Yeah, so uh, we've spent the majority of our family holidays in France, in uh, particularly in the southeast. Yeah. And um, a couple of years back, a couple of years back, my husband and I were thinking like, well. If we are always coming here, why wouldn't we look out for a nice little holiday home that we really have a, a a second home to come to? And that's what we did. We were so lucky to find a house in in, in a very small village uh, yeah. surrounded by by vineyards. Uh, <laughs> in the and and and. As we we spend there as much time as we can in the summer, of course, it's very busy because of the family and friends. And I was and just all, thinking, all with them, five children. Oh and... yeah, it's it, they all come over. And, Help uh, and go. Yeah, and so it, yeah. Exactly. So that's very very busy. But then also in the course of the year, we try to hop yeah. over there and and really disconnect. Like uh, you hear the birds singing in the morning, you see the bees, you use. You see the grapes growing. Uh, you see the vendange when 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 they are when they are picking the grapes. It's uh, it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome, and it's it really allows also my husband and and myself to to yeah to retrieve each other to step mm-hmm. off. You know this this hectic treadmill. It for, is fast, yeah, fast yeah, commerce. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and just to to retrieve each other and 
have have a have a breath and then hop back back to the insane world beautiful <laughs> beautiful now yeah, i think it's uh very important and i, I think for everybody in while having let's say uh, a very uh challenging and also um uh, yeah let's say fast and hard working career it's it's also very important to have that special time with your family and friends also Absolutely. to relax and take a moment uh, for yourself or else um, it will drive you crazy in the end absolutely yeah. i couldn't agree more yeah and and so your french is also uh, you you speak three languages at least so now so so oh. flemish dutch eh, if you make it separate french yeah, uh, so yeah, Flemish, I mean, Dutch, Flemish, that's one language. It's like mm -hmm. American and English. So yeah, it's yeah, one, right. Let, let's, let's call it one language, French, uh, English. And then uh, I understand German uh, mm -hmm. very well, but I'm a little bit, uh, my, my, my speaking is a little bit rusty. So um, German partners can absolutely address anything that they want to discuss about in German to me, but I would then reply in English because yeah, it's, yeah. it's still too rusty. I think it will take a couple of more months that I'm getting more used to, to speaking German again, because yeah. a language you need to practice it. If you don't practice it, you, you, it's not that you lose it, but you lose, let's say you start translating in your head. And when you're doing that, that's not good. It needs to come spontaneously. I think where the different li difference lies, Thomas is, um, we have been blessed in being born in a very small country, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking a language that not a lot of people on this globe speak. Yeah, very speak. true. Yeah. And and so the 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 uh, the outcome of that is is that for example when we when we are watching television, we see stuff in the original version with subtitles. Yeah. And this is something that in countries like Spain like Germany, like France, yeah. there people don't look at the original versions. They see synchronized, synchronized language, yeah. language, which doesn't give them the affinity for the other language. Yeah. Um, because the more that you that you pick up, even as a child of foreign languages, it helps you to develop them quicker uh, once that you really want to learn them. And, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it, I can only be very, very grateful that we that we live in a very <laughs> tiny country and yeah. even Belgium with already, already three languages. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But, All right. Yeah. That is very true. Okay. Hey, and uh, so we're we're getting near to the end. Is there something you would like to share with us, maybe from a, another personal uh, side from Kathleen we haven't seen yet? So we know you love to be in the southern of France, but is there something else? If we come across you at an event and I would bring you flowers or chocolates or <laughs> what does Kathleen, what what does make you happy? Oh, or just a friendly up. smile or. Oh, that always. I mean, people, <laughs> people that are smiling, they make my day. They make my day. Uh, no, I'm. Um, yeah, sadly enough, being born in the beer country ah, of the world. Go. There we go. I don't like beer. No, really. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, no, I'm 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 a big fan of wine, but I don't like beer. There are some beers that I can okay drink, like you know, but yeah. but that very easy, like degustation, not not like having a pint or so because that I I can't. Yeah. I don't like it. 
but uh, yeah, it's more. It's and then more a good higher. Bordeaux or Merlot or. Um, uh, I, I'm more Cabernet. Uh, Bourgogne. Yeah. Uh, I'm more a Bourgogne fan. Uh, yeah. Uh, both white or red. Uh, I, I I like I like both of them. Uh, but I also like uh, foreign wines, like uh, South African wines mm -hmm. or South American wines, Italian wines. They have lovely yeah, wine course. there as well. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't always need to be French, um, yeah. especially if you look at the prices. <laughs> <laughs> they, they kind of hurt. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, they're a lovely glass. Right, so wine. let us remind me. Uh... That the next time, if you uh, if if we if we go to your uh, holiday or whatever, uh, something to celebrate, a good bottle of wine for Kathleen. Yes. All right, yes. nice. Yes. And uh, at the end of the the podcast, we um, we have the five honest questions, and it means um, I give you like two words. So uh, okay. Boris, like Boris always says, it's it's skiing or snowboarding, and then. Uh, Give us a short answer. What is what would be the answer of your choice and why? And uh, so it will give us a more insight on the person, uh, Kathleen. It's uh, okay. interesting. So uh, the first one is uh, I think you've already mentioned it, but it was uh, on-prem or cloud. But that's an easy one for you. For me, it's cloud. Yeah. Um, personally, um, yeah. because. I do think I I believe in the value of it. I believe in the value that if you can take some complexity away, if you can take some burden away, uh, like the plumbery, like the infrastructure, it can help people to focus on their business, and yeah. it can help also people that have IT staff on board that the IT staff can do and help them with valuable things for their business, and not looking after lights on a server. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, but that is this is just a personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, and that that's very much important in this question. So, and um, and let's say go to animals, cats or dogs. Cats <laughs> or dogs. I have both. Ah, right. But yeah, but uh, definitely dogs. And uh, I have a very, I have quite a special story there. So my dog is currently lying next to me. Yeah. She is a 54 kilo French Shepherd. Uh, yeah, but um, wow. yeah. So so last year in April, we got the devastating diagnosis that she has bone cancer. Oh. And for us, it was like, oh my God, we we are going to lose this dog in the in the question of weeks, months, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. And we have this fantastic vet. She so it's a couple, and um, what we've done with, with her with her advice is we've worked with um food supplements yeah so um like curcuma like fish oil mm -hmm. and every couple of weeks she's getting an overdose of um huh, how do you call that it's uh, against worms but the, oh yeah the, the, the side effect of that and they all they're also doing it with human beings so all it's right. it's it's that it attacks the tumor and so she had radiology uh, a couple of weeks back, and mm -hmm. there it became apparent that the tumor. So normally bone cancer is extremely aggressive, very yeah, painful, it and and it it got really it spreads very quickly. And with her, the tumor is dormant. Mm -hmm. 
Amazing. No menace status, nothing. So we are conscious that she will not get to a very old age, mm -hmm. but we still have her. She's happy. Wow. She's playful. She is doing stupid things like emptying the <laughs> bin when she should not be doing that. And that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. And we see yeah. it as we see it as a big gift. So that was a little story about this. Wow, one. that's amazing. Yeah, that's a truly amazing story. And happy for you that she's still around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And um, and are you more the the sun or snow? Sun. Sun. <laughs> okay. And I don't yes, know. Yes, else if I would have uh, had a house in the Alps and not in the Saudis. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so. Sun. Yeah. And then is uh, is it a, a Renault or a BMW? Uh, or no uh, cars at all. Are are you a car woman? I was. Car brand. Yeah. I was. Uh, when I was like a lot younger, yeah. <laughs> but now we look at it from the practical side, like the dog needs to get in the car so yeah. it's a, and it's a big dog. Uh, so uh, currently we have a Renault Espace, so a oh, big yeah. one, and then we also have a RAV4 uh, oh. hybrid. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I like so, to drive. I, I was very big against it, but uh, I've I've gotten used to it. So um, I'm yeah. a big fan of electric driving these days. Okay, so what do you have? A Tesla? No, 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 uh, a Volvo. And, okay. Uh, it's uh, it's really very comfortable, and I um, yeah I, I I never expected it would be that that comfortable to drive an electric vehicle. Oh, no. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it it's another sound. It's another way of driving. But yeah, we we also are uh, pretty exactly. happy with, exactly. with the choice. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then the the last and final question about um, the hot dog or the bratwurst. That's <laughs> difficult. That depends. It would be amazing if you say like I'm a vegetarian, so neither. Uh, no, no, no. I'm. Uh, oh. Okay. When it's really, really, really cold, a hot dog. Yeah. And when it's, you know, the fancy fare, the kermis, a bratwurst. With, with sauerkraut. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Thank you very much for your uh, time, uh, Kathleen. It was uh, a pleasure to talk to you and to hear also something more about uh, the person, Kathleen. I think that's also a very interesting part of our podcast and I think also of doing business these days so uh thank you for that and, thank you thomas um, i hope to see you soon in an offline uh, venue or event again and most probably the 25th of may the future part and a hybrid event that is amazing that we can have that moment again with the entire community and um let me take you uh i will bring you a, a good one personal favorite wine of mine and then uh, i'll see you there at the event Okay, that would be awesome. Thomas, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it was a true honor. And um, if any of your listeners have questions, um, yeah, just send them send them my way. I'm more than happy to address them. All right. Well, we'll certainly do that. And uh, see you another time. Thank you. If you like this episode, please give us five star, subscribe and stay tuned for the next one. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com.
This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.